0: This is The Acolytes of Merlin, a podcast in which we talk about science fiction and fantasy books and other nerdy, geeky, or cruel things. We're your hosts, Johnny Andrefsky and
1: Jonathan Halper.
0: Alright, so for this episode, so these next, this next episode to potentially next two episodes, we will be talking about The Wise Man's Fear, the uh, book which is book two of The King Hiller Chronicle by Patrick Rothfuss.
1: So what did you think of the book, Johnny? That is a great question. I think it is a great book. I agree that it is a very good book. It had me um, wrapped up in everything that was going on um, for most of it all right that's that's
0: the podcast right that's (laughs) all that's all i was to say we like the book you should read it yeah god that was easy (laughs) all right um all right then well what about uh, as a (laughs) sequel yes so this is a sequel to the name of the wind it's funny because the first time so this is my second time reading it Mm -hmm. the first time i read it I remember thinking that The Name of the Wind is a better book, which I almost might still argue, but I enjoyed The Wise Man's Fear
1: more, especially more in this read through. Well, uh, that's t- totally fair. Um, I uh, tend to hesitate saying that. Uh, uh, one one thing is better unless I really think one is better. Um, it's they are definitely uh, different books. Um, Name of the Wind is uh, slower and more cohesive as a whole um, because uh, you have only a few different sections, um, and the the largest of which is at the university, and then um, you kind of have an even keel even through the end where the climax isn't super mind-blowing mm-hmm. um whereas here in wise man's sphere as we're going to discuss there are so many different um locales so many different characters that uh both kind of uh rotates through um and also it kind of has a loop thing where he starts in a certain place goes to another place and then goes to very weird places <laughs> and then goes back to the second place and then finally the first place that's yeah that's a that's a good point. Yeah,
0: and I I like that way of viewing The Name of the Wind as a slower, more cohesive book. But th- this book definitely has more things event-wise going on, which which does make it it reads it, it reads faster, although even though it's a bigger book. Right. Uh, although that's not faster is not really a Adjective I would use to describe fast is not an adjective I would use to describe this series at all,
1: but no, <laughs> in no. the context of but the comparison. For, for me personally, it made a more uh, enjoyable experience for me. Uh, uh, wise I, man's fear. Yes, this and book. yeah,
0: and I would ultimately agree, especially with this read through, given some things that I details and such that I noticed that I or just random or just
1: being an older more mature person than I was the last time I read it. Okay, yeah, that's fair. Um, so, uh, the one of the things that I did not enjoy, uh, that, not that I didn't enjoy it, but certainly wasn't at the point uh, that I got really excited about, was uh, the beginning part, which we still seek both at the university. This mm-hmm. has kind of definitely become mm-hmm. his home base by this point. Yes, and the,
0: uh, and the only place that he would really probably even come close to calling home other than when he was with
1: the Jamaro at right. the beginning of book one. Yeah, and he says that quite a few times. Um, it's clear that he really thinks of it this way. Um, his friends, uh, Simon, and Will, um, his uh, special relationship with Ori, um, and uh, just the way that... I think also the way, even though he's not doesn't say this explicitly, just kind of the way that he... Um, is able to utilize his uh, intellect and creativity um, in this environment and as, and I just thought of this um, also how it's more of an egalitarian sort of environment as a person um, as someone who comes from just the lowest echelons of society that, that the university the university in compared to like tar- right. compared to certainly Severin he, he oh, knows, no. they know that he's Edima Rue. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure. But he, they give him the same opportunities. Um, as far as we know, even the teachers that treat him poorly mm-hmm. don't do it because of his background. No, they just don't like him. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> because they're, cause they're meanies. Yeah, pretty much. Um, <laughs> And uh, okay, so but the university, um, there were a couple of few interesting things that happened in there um, that kind of distinguish it from name of the wind. Though um, most of it, uh, at least in the beginning, seemed like they were. He, uh, Rothfuss was kind of saying, "Okay, we're back here now. Remember this?" Yeah, I I would
0: I'd agree with that. Yeah, I mean he not. Not a whole lot. Well, um, barring some big reveals a bit of her in book three, we not a whole lot of like seemingly of consequence really happens event wise. That's right. That's right. The, the, my, the my the one kind of her that I kind of enjoy the most about this section is when he trains with Eloden uh, for yeah. naming and kind of how. A methods of teaching, or not teaching, not teaching. <laughs> he would, Alodin would probably argue. Aloaden would ask you to ask, would ask you whether or not he's teaching you, <laughs> that type of thing. Um, in fact, the particularly f- funny section, I think it's in this one, when he tells. Cl- is, this in, is it in this one when he tells Kifo to, like, jump off the roof, or is that in Name of the Wind? That was Name of the yeah. Wind,
1: I'm 90% no, sure. No, I think
0: you're right. Well, that actually would almost maybe point to, to this section kind of blending a little bit I, <laughs> together, um, but... There you go, yeah, <laughs> like um, I said. But kind of the lessons and how he doesn't show up to ser- certain... Sk- doesn't show up to certain lessons, and kind of his very... Um, uh, abstract or abnormal ways of if you want to
1: call it running a classroom if you want to say that's what he's doing <laughs> yeah. But, even though he uh, frequently shows up late and I feel like there were a few times he does not show up at all right which is very deliberate it, it is clearly <laughs> deliberate but uh, they are they especially close <laughs> are all too pig headed to think that he's anything but lazy and careless. Yeah. My, one of my favorite quotes in the book <laughs> is about that, um, because uh, Elodin tries to make it known to the students that um, what he's doing is uh, teaching them in a very delicate way that can't be easily gotten or quickly gotten no matter how determined the student is. And Kvothe Mm. is a very determined student. Um, he, uh, uses one of the university's few, uh, female characters and the only female character in the class fella. (laughs) Um, to, uh, he brings him, brings her up with Kvothe and then starts talking about seduction and then talks as, as one potential method of quote unquote (laughs) seduction to, uh, just g- grope at her breasts, making the point that um, that is exactly what Kvoth is doing as far as the nature of the subject, mm-hmm. just being way too eager and completely crude yeah. and uncivilized in regards to the subject. So he says, quit grabbing at my Yes, Bazoongas
0: <laughs> <laughs> He doesn't say bazoongas. Right, well, but kind of the both being like, I want to name the one now. I'm going to do it now. Like I, 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 know I can do it. So just, just tell me. How do I do it? How do I do it? Like I, I need to just tell me. You're, I don't get what you're, you're supposed to be my teacher. Yeah, you're supposed to be my teacher. I don't, I don't get what you're teaching me. Um, but given, like Johnny were saying, the nature of naming and how delicate and intricate it
1: is, that doesn't, it doesn't work that way. Right. Yeah. And that's a good
0: yes. lesson mm-hmm. overall.
1: For you know, you trying to learn something, especially you know, if you're accustomed um, in certain schooling to learning in a specific way, and then suddenly find that you run into a teacher or a level of education that does not do that, and suddenly you have to adjust yourself. And even the smartest people have to do that. Yes. And both with one of the smartest people.
0: Yes. J- just ask him; he'll tell you exactly. <laughs> Um, one of the scenes that I really that I really liked, in the the other scene I kind of thought was, I really liked in this section was the section where Ambrose drugs Quoth, uh, when he's in line to get his um. Slow for uh, admissions. Right. Exactly. I thought they they really drummed up the tension really well and kind of, it, it's kind of a slow progression to Quoth feeling, he starts feeling pretty not good and then he's slowly kind of realizing what's going on and then you get the moment where i think it's sim or will this that he goes to and they're like yo you can't go anywhere you're gonna do some really stupid stuff
1: <laughs> that sounds like a will thing yeah, to say, but so i don't
0: oh <laughs> uh, yeah because basically the drug basically the drug lessens your inhibitions without like say, like, alcohol would, but it doesn't, but you're still, you still seem like you're pretty lucid. Uh, so, they basically lock both in a room while, to, and wait for, have to wait for it to wear off. <laughs> um, and he still gets effects from this drug in a few sequences afterwards. Mm-hmm. Um, when he tastes plum in his mouth, which is the signifier that, yeah. hey, you're being affected by this Inhibitor, inhibition inducing Which or is a,
1: reducing drug. a, um, the far, it's, it's not only a, um, a, a well grounded sensory mm-hmm. symbol, you know, to get us in the moment, but it's about as far from cliche as you could get. You don't, mm. you don't have the taste of plums herald the, um, the, com- <laughs> the, the, the coming no. of, um, Key emotional moments very often. <laughs> no, it, no, and it, it's
0: just that, and the way that Roth This is a example where I feel like how he drums up and ra- raises the tension was done really well mm-hmm. as you're kind of slowly realizing what's go like what's
1: going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it all kind of leads up to the um, the major scene um, where he is finally moved to break down and kind of spill his guts um, to... It ends up being to Ori, mm-hmm. um, but it's only because she comes to visit him, as if I recall correctly. Which is really
0: interesting, because isn't... Is this, if I'm not mistaken, the only time that she seeks out him without him initiating anything?
1: Yeah, that, that's why it seems... Uh, he, here, she taps at his window... Um, and I don't remember that ever happening before. Maybe it's because... Oh, you know what, why it probably is? It's probably because leave the he, inter- ha- right. well, he hasn't been, like, outside in, like, three days. which, That's is, which is right. Rare.
0: That's right. And because she, like, never leaves the university. Certainly. Well, well, certainly not during the day. Yeah, certainly not during the day. Yeah. You mean the under thing? Well, no, no, the... the she, She does, she leaves the underthing occasionally to meet Quoth above ground, but like at night and like
1: in kind of pretty secluded or secret places Mm -hmm. where she knows she's not going to run into Mm -hmm. other people. But uh, what we keep dancing around saying is that he remembers details of his his parents that he has not remembered for quite some time, Um, and it's... Not is pretty painful, even even for a reader reading some of these details. How she brushed his mother brushed his hair, and how um, uh, she said he sang before he spoke. Yes, because That's... Wa- yeah, because while we're while the
0: whole while his that's his main motivation throughout the whole story. Mm-hmm. I well, yeah, his like core motivation is like the death of his parents. Mm-hmm. He very much avoids thinking or speaking of it that often and certainly when he speaks about it it's never about
1: those more tender or emotional moments right yeah because it's just he, he has it all locked away um, there's also the uh, scene, scene with Orion uh, both when they when it with Elidan yes that was a
0: that was a really I'm going to say fun but I don't know that's the right
1: word for it. It's it's
0: an interesting scene.
1: Yeah, I mean, you have it's it's interesting because as you might expect, um Elodin already knows Ori. He has seen Ori around. He's he's communicated with Ori, but I if I remember correctly, uh Kvothe has has act, has actually gotten farther with yes, Ori which than has. Yes, which is really which Elodin ex, uh, respects him for. Yes,
0: and that's really interesting because,
1: especially given that,
0: like their relation, like, growth and Elladan really Elodin, or however you want to pronounce it, relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, they uh, in this hand in this case growth, like I don't know if Elodin's actually ever talked
1: to her. I forget or... what
0: milestone both Yeah, this. Reached. Um, or maybe he t- maybe she what, yeah maybe, maybe like physical t- contact mm-hmm. it's yeah there is some major thing that Quoth, like Ori has done with Quoth that she hasn't done with Eloden in terms of like things that major mild, things that we might otherwise look at as norm, quote unquote, normal human interaction that for Ori it's
1: like well no she just she doesn't do people <laughs> mm-hmm, right um, the other thing I remember is that um, he uh, and like Elidin, uh tells Kvothe has says to Elodin I think at the beginning he says don't tell anyone about her mm. and then Elodin says what if I do and Kvothe gets like he gets not happy he gets on um, he gets upset yeah. um, but he says like I'll, I'll do something we both regret, and they're like on on the roof or something. Yeah, it's He like, it's on he, the like roof almost top. pushes Elidin off, um, which is sweet, and I th- and I think that's what Elidin was looking for. He was testing him. Yes,
0: yeah, but yeah, but that that was an interesting scene. Just just seeing Elidin off balance. Mm-hmm. Not yeah yeah off balance because we don't it, there. It's not often where he isn't at least in pretty good command of himself. Mm-hmm. Um, at least, like to
1: our uh, to the from Froth's point of view, who at this point is the only point of view. <laughs> okay. uh, as we've already said, uh, Ambrose is still a thing, but it does feel kind of pointless.
0: Yeah, not a whole. I mean, well, there is the whole. um, Oh, I'm trying to think. They. Oh, okay. Wait. Okay, because I'm remembering the. This is in this book, right? So, we'll talk about Dena later, but Ambrose goes on basically goes on a date with Denna. Yeah, and gets, few, her, re- right, yeah. And get, and gets her ring. Yes. Right, and yeah. so Quoth goes into into Ambrose's rooms at one point to sneaks in to steal
1: back the ring. But the window is rigged or tripped or something, mm-hmm. and he figures out. That Cuth is um,
0: coming in. Yes, and so then basically that this leads into another good section because so Cuth escapes, but he leaves obviously enough of his blood or hair or some some part of himself that allows who we presume it's I don't think it's ever ex- like it, it's never admitted obviously by Ambrose, but pretty pretty much like Ambrose is using mouth malfeasance on him right like making
1: truth have a very painful time of it (laughs) yes Um, which leads him to protecting himself with the gram um which seems to which is just the stone he has against his forearm which seems to which is tough to make but seems to work um and then uh leads to and then he goes in and uh burns uh <laughs> ambrose's room down yeah, A- A- ambrose gets at least in that scene what's coming to him <laughs> yeah yeah ambrose is yeah he's he's, he's something else um, um we have to uh we the i want to get to the rest of the because again the university is not the right. most exciting part of the book um but we have to talk about debbie oh yes okay okay yes that was a that was a rage-inducing scene for me. Um, when he goes in and it's this book they have their like, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Go they ahead. have their fight in yeah, this book go ahead. where um, he comes in and um, he. This is uh, this is when the malfeasance is already happening. And Devi is the only one he can think of who has his blood. So mm-hmm. he's like, she's either using it or she sold it and to someone else who's using it. And that's probably more what he's thinking. Oh, like yes. Ambrose, that's, but she, she had it first. So she's, that's you know, she's right. Ambrose's.
0: Yeah, because yeah, this is all before he goes and brings on mm-hmm. Ambrose's room. Because yeah, his initial thought is, well, she's the only one that I know of that has my blood or something
1: comparable that he could... Use golfiesins with. But mm-hmm. That's right, and um, then goes in and kind of broaches the subject with her, and she kind of freezes, and like acts all offended and awkward. And we, I just, I'm reading that, and I'm thinking we all need to be honest. If you're in Kvothe's position, wouldn't you be like, yeah, she's doing it, or she's guilty? And then when she kind of fights, and then he like uh, traps her. And then she fights against him and then Wait, turns so him this off and turns the tables. So this is all with sympathy. Yes, exactly. Which is, yeah. Yes. Yeah, um, and she wins because she was the student at the university who was like the best ever, um, and she basically uh, it proves that um, he, she didn't do it and that he violated her trust and everything like that. But I'm just sitting here thinking you acted like the most guilty person yeah, ever she
0: very much skr- skirted around the whole thing and like basically didn't give any sort of like does she even initially deny it not deny, deny using like giving out to someone no
1: yeah see like that's no. the other thing is it's like it's she was just. She was too busy being offended that he would even think, think of it. Yeah, that's right. But yeah. her being as clearly ruthless of a sympathist as oh, yeah. she is, <laughs> how could she not understand? Yeah, the thought of such a thing is it, is. She so, she apologized. She they they like have mutual yeah. apologies later. I'm like, I, I even after I'm like I guess it was only, he. He certainly had room to apologize, but he. didn't
0: yeah oh yeah because because that's that's in the scene after they burned down ambrose's room after
1: before after they put on yeah, i forget i forget because because debbie helps burn down ambrose's room because she hates him too yes um but no no they Was, had not made up yet they just tolerated each other's company oh while they do were they making make, the plan
0: do they kind of make up then when he like gives her all the things to um to have money so he can go on his, like, study abroad program. <laughs> That's at the very end of the I university section, which is fitting, that, Yes, then it might be a little before, but either way, they do have some sort of, yeah, he's a mutual apology thing.
1: Right, exactly. Um, and then S- S- no, following that, um, they go uh, right into... Um, glossing over story
0: <laughs> yes so here is the, well you you bought you bought up this point originally so, okay so basically sure. so basically so Croats basically leaves the university for some he for a semester essentially he gets I think it's from um what's his face uh I don't remember his, Threppe. yeah from Threppe. he uh, basically he's a count yeah count yeah so count uh so three Threpe gives him a writ or basically says, "Hey, this the mayor of Alvaron. This really powerful person in this city, Severin, halfway across the world, will take you. Will let you play music for him, and he'll like basically sponsor you, mm-hmm. or or like entertain the idea of sponsoring you. Yes. And so, close like, uh sure. I guess if I have this, that's just that. I there's enough of an opportunity there." For me to both gain more reputation and what he's really looking for from that is information on the Chandrian. But before we get to that <laughs> Which
1: is though just for that, that's a that is still low key what's driving him.
0: Yes, the Chandrian.
1: Uh, it is. Um mm-hmm. though it it's not, like, all throughout the book. Like, it's not driving anything. No. It's just, like, it factors in his most important decisions, which I like.
0: Yes, yes. Like, it's not... And even like you said in this decision, it's, it's not like he decides to leave the university because he has this opportunity to research the Tendree, and he's more just like, oh, this is just a really good
1: opportunity type of thing. Mm-hmm. It's just such a b- slow burn with his vengeance, yeah. <laughs> is, yeah. which is, which is I find intimidating. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, as we were saying, bef- before he gets to um, the mayor, who is like basically uh, as powerful as the king, um, because he's just, has, has he's, his name is so old that he has all this money and influence. Um, but uh, Kvoth has to go on a ship to go there, and he proceeds to have to Raufus at least, or Quoth, or whoever you want to say, give blame or responsibility. Um, has a, just a page saying that he uh, traveled um, to to uh, Severin and the mayor. Um, and you're you're thinking like, oh, that's fine because it's a journey and you don't want to like take up too right. much time. You mm-hmm. know, it's, it's like, it, it's boring. We went on a ship, blah, blah, right. blah, blah. But uh, it wasn't boring because there were, there was a shipwreck, there was treachery, piracy, and a storm. Doesn't he, like, lose all
0: of his shit? Basically? He loses most
1: everything except his loot case, which has the piece of paper that gets him to hmm. the mayor and um, Dennis' ring. Right, and that's it. He loses wait, his on. ram. He loses fellow's cloak. Wait,
0: does he have Denerim? I thought that he left that with Devi As yeah, you're right. Commodity. What am I thinking but of? He,
1: what am I thinking e- of?
0: Either way, he, he 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 has basically nothing when he is done with this journey that mm-hmm. that takes a well, in my copy of the book, a page and a half, which was really like with spacing and stuff,
1: it's a less than a page of this of right. The book, it starts with the book. several yes. unfortunate complications arose during the trip. It's like, like y- yeah, you think <laughs> <laughs> it sounds great. Um, let's see here. I'm just, I'm just curious. Um, we have the the loot case which Jen, Denna got for him incidentally. Um, the letter of introduction. Oh yes, uh, the the girl who he uh, met in uh, Trebon. Um, who had the drawing of that's the Chandrayan, right. mm-hmm. he kept that, and that was safe. That was at the end of book one, right? Or is that the beginning of that book That was at the end of book one. Yeah, well, it okay. was the end of book one that he got it. It was in this book that they met up again, and she... Or that's what I was talking about. Yeah, so in this book, he gets the drawing. He gets the drawing, yeah, yeah, exactly. In this one. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay, anyways. Yeah, yeah so that's... It, it was an interesting choice. Um, I was kind of sitting there like, What? <laughs> Come on. It, yeah, it is kind
0: of. And, and it's interesting just because every other section of the book, even the transitions, get their own time. So, for example, right. in The Name of the Wind, he spends like like one, 30, 20 or 30 pages explaining his horse ride to Trayvon from the university. Which is a, mu- and then you travel halfway across the world, and it's a page, and it's less than a page.
1: Yeah. So it's an interest, like you said, it is a really interesting choice. <laughs> and and Kvothe says that uh, these events have little to do with the heart of the story, which very well may be true. That's. Yes. But then, did the horse ride have to do with the heart of the story? <laughs> right. Did did,
0: did did we need his negotiation with the stableman to sell his horse? That's right. Which is like an a entire chapter, but it. yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't
1: know. <laughs> but um, but yes, yeah, still point taken for both.
0: Yeah, yes. This is this is perfectly right. fine. And this leads into a very interesting
1: part. And obviously the, lot, all the parts are interesting for different reasons. No, but this but, is where I really started to perk up. Yes. He go he gets to the mayor. Um, it's all very intimidating and lavish. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he he's get finally gets into his Rooms and then immediately says to him, hey, your alchemist medical guy, yeah, he's poisoning yeah,
0: you. Yeah, so, so Kvothe <laughs> goes and tells the mayor this. Yeah, Now, I'll back up a tad before that. It, it was it was interesting, because you, you had mentioned that it's kind of pretty intimidating how he gets there. I thought it was super interesting, and Rothfuss did a really good job of showing how powerful and influential the mayor is mm-hmm. in kind of like in in the biggest example of this is he he waits on no one I mean clothes can like in fact I think there's several times where he he basically makes clothes wait just to prove a point just exactly to, just to prove that he can mm-hmm. um but yeah but anyway so after we'll come back to, I'll go back to one of their particular discussions that was. One of my favorite parts of the book, but right exactly, yeah. Eventually, like you're saying, Kroth uh, so the mayor is sick, and uh, his alchemist is giving him his medicine or whatever. And so Kroth is then charged with eventually going to retrieve the medicine for the mayor and bring it back to him. Um, and so go ahead if you no, yeah, no, no, no. I, uh, you're, you're yeah, basically, yeah, that he, um, basically. Oh, and this is an interesting reveal. Since Quoth has actually had training in alchemy at the university, at least, while it's it's not one of his specialties, it's enough training that he knows he knows he 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 knows that the things that the alchemist healer person is putting in the marriage medicine. Is not medicine.
1: <laughs> no, no. And, but there's this. It, it then launches into this um, uh, long protracted sequence in which Quoth um, is trying to prove this through results and his own um, alternate remedies. Yes, because um, there's a section where it, with like the bird creatures things. Yes, birds, well, he, Right. He tries to he feeds the stuff to the birds and. Where uh, they're waiting for the birds to die and it is a long sequence but it works because mm-hmm. it's so tense and you and you see and you keep waiting for results to happen and they don't and you're worried that the mayor is slowly losing confidence in him which he is yes um and you're like how is he going to get out of this
0: and again that that goes back to how Rothfuss at this point has sold you on, or at least me or you on how like how powerful the mayor is, and how like, just how long it takes to actually
1: gain his trust. Yes, like he he is not this you know, powerful, calculating guy because he trusts anybody. Right, and and you don't fall into this trap of just of the author just saying, "Oh, it's the hero." So so the the king knows that the hero's good. Right, he doesn't know. Right,
0: which which as often. Happens and which again, when we talk about again, the, yes, is clear, yes, and uh, um, shines brightly. Uh, and kind of more speaking to the subversion, and this isn't really so much direct subversion as a kind of twist on like kind of what usually happens when the good guy like meets with the king and they have their gal they're like.
1: Yeah, he. This, this is this was really. I haven't thought about this before, but this is him proving his worth. Yes, yes, which he does in a very roundabout, nail biting sort of way, that is very different from like Hercules' feats of strength. (laughs) Yes, yes, most definitely.
0: Uh, And in fact, I really like the sequence when he finally gains. So he eventually proves that um, that the alchemist is like poisoning Mm -hmm. the mayor. And uh and at that point, so he tells the mayor that and the mayor he proves it, and the mayor sends people to arrest uh the alchemist and the alchemist has already fled. But I actually what I really like about the kind of immediate aftermath of that is that he gains the mayor's manservant slash butler's trust. Yeah, which is big. Yes, who up until this point, every single interaction, Rothis makes a point and like as I left, Stapes, who's the manservant, stared, kind of glared at me.
1: That that uh, honestly, that part felt over the top sometimes. It, like, it did. It, <laughs> it did.
0: Uh, I, I agree with that. But it was. It, it was. It made. It did make for a really
1: cool moment when Stapes does choose to trust him. That those uh, kind of uh, crazy uh, interactions, or uh, just uh, over the top reactions from from somebody's. I'm like thinking, am I reading Robert Jordan again? Um, with Nynaeve? with a we, just Wheel of Time in general. Oh, that yeah, series is just very well. Boy, <laughs> well, I, 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 I was
0: I was gonna bring up without going into a Wheel of Time. I was gonna bring up Rand in regards to meeting with important people,
1: but is yeah, yeah, yeah there are definitely uh, yeah. It's parallels there to be made
0: yes or inversions but yes, yeah <laughs> but yeah,
1: this, yeah. This, i mean we're not going to talk about it as much as uh, we did in name of the wind but this this entire book is still a subversion <laughs> yes and, and it's funny the
0: more that we're talking about it now the more i'm seeing that i i enjoy this book more than name of the wind yeah for kind of these the it Talking about this book feels less like I'm looking. And th- that's maybe because we've already talked about a lot of the more bigger picture stuff you'd write like a scholarly type paper on stuff. Right. Like they, And there is still a lot of that in this book, but a lot of these things are more like, oh, this is a really cool writing thing he did. As opposed to like, well, it's interesting how you can kind of see where he, what he's doing. Mm-hmm. And we'll talk about that
1: more later, but... And you also forget a lot of the specific stuff um, in Wise Man's Fear, but it all adds up yes. to mm-hmm. be something really great. Whereas you can pretty much just think in a in an instant of like everything that the wi- uh, or, uh, name of the wind is. There's yeah, story it's... at the university. Yeah, yes, the, the... all these elements of his life, and they're so connected that you can easily remember everything. Yes, there's less of that. There, there's less
0: sections, kind of, which is kind of how the story is kind of
1: structured, largely. Right. And that's, um. That's good. The one. Um, go ahead. did you have? a... Did chat? you want to say more? I just was uh, thinking about anything else we have with the mayor. Oh, um, I have.
0: I mean, I I wanted to touch on. Well, pol- to touch on power. I, well, I so politics broadly. Um, it's a really cool system. Yes, uh, but before we get to that, while we're still more on specifically the mayor, do you have the quote um, or the uh, the power discussion? Uh, I think the chapter is actually called power.
1: Okay. Um, um, so it's a just, so there's when does it happen? Does it happen like um, before the uh, whole poison thing? I think so. I think it is. Okay, so, so it's it's, what, it's on their first walk
0: through the garden. Yeah. So ba- so basically, the mayor semi early on in the sub- yeah the sovereign sequence. Um, oh, here it's, we go. Uh, so yeah. the mayor takes Kv- finally trusts both enough, or to take him along a walk in his gardens, as he as he kind of often does, and so they have a really interesting discussion. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. About power. And mm-hmm. the mayor differentiates inherent power versus granted power. Uh, grant, grant I- inherent power being, say, I was born the king, therefore, I'm the king, and you have, to, I have power because I'm the king. Whereas granted would be, say, the king says to one of his lords. I'm giving you the authority to, like, arrest people, if it's, like, a judge or a magistrate. Mm -hmm. So,
1: like, I'm granting you this power. Right. Uh, There's a... um, Which is itself granted ultimately by the people, any sort of that kind of power. It always comes back to society or whatnot, um, whereas inherent power is is rooted uh, solely in the individual. Yes. Uh, And it's interesting because... Both, uh,
0: they er, yeah, scratching that for now. But, um, yeah, that was just—it was really—it was really interesting just to think about, uh, that interplay. And it was—it was really good tension because Kvothe is like arguing with the mayor about it, and the mayor isn't—he—he's letting him argue with—he's letting Kvothe argue with him. He's not kind of just shutting him off, shutting him off because he's. Not because he's like quote unquote lower than the mayor,
1: right? Um, now it is it, to just kind of make this apply to something. Mm-hmm. Um, how much of uh Quoth's power throughout the two books is inherent versus granted? It's certainly inherent first. Um, and like I his think,
0: skills and stuff? You yeah, mean? and
1: I'd say it's even most of the time it's inherent because they he, he has no societal backbone at all. He has yes. nothing. It's... But eventually he has, he gets, this is skipping ahead a bit, but he gets mm-hmm. the mayor's patronage. Yes. He gets all the, I mean, what he gets from the mayor is quite a lot. We'll go over that. Um, but there's also the... Uh, the way that it, it talks to other heroes from other books, yes. whose, whose inherent power tends not to feel very inherent. It feels granted by forces outside our understanding. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like and, prophecies. <laughs> uh, yes.
0: Yeah. And it's interesting because in the discussion, Kvothe is arguing that, in, well... They're having a value judgment discussion. So, Croth is arguing that inherent power is better than granted. Uh, okay. and so the mayor is saying that it's the opposite. And I, um, and we, I, 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 this is not something I've thought about enough to really have a particular view on. But the, that discussion in and of itself is interesting, especially when you look at with Kvothe's power, how much of it, like you were saying, it, a lot of it inherently. Is, or initially is kind of more inherent mm-hmm. uh but then he kind of slowly gains some granted powers um as you go along
1: mm-hmm. uh,
0: did you have anything else on that on the power discussion yeah no uh so the other big thing in the mayor's court that was really interesting is how
1: pol- the, how politics mm-hmm. Works. the rings yes the rings specifically the rings. I never heard anything like the rings I don't know if it's based on something not even not even on another book I mean like on something that happened in history mm-hmm. I don't know I don't know I'm not sure uh, and so uh, he is growth is
0: much most of these rings are how this works is explained to him by Breeden who is a lord in the mayor's court mm-hmm. uh,
1: do you want to talk about the rings? Yeah. So for the with the rings, you have um, uh, iron, not bronze, iron, iron, silver, and gold rings. Yes. Yes. Where you, uh, if you have someone who is your equal um, in the court, mm-hmm. then um, and you want to or summon you, them or, or someone you view as equal. Okay. Yes. yes. That, that is an important. Yes. So they gotta, right? Yeah. But go Then you will um, give them a silver ring. That mm-hmm. is that is what you would give to an equal. You will give a gold ring to a superior, mm-hmm. and you will give an iron ring to someone who is below you. Yes. Mm-hmm. And um, you you give these rings when you want to. It's either. Summon is a bad word because I feel like gold rings can't really. Summon no, somebody. it's like a, if you just. You, if you
0: want to meet up, or express like, your wishes yeah. at
1: having a discussion. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a better phrase. Mm-hmm. Um, and that lends itself to some really cool um, interactions. Um, just not even in this particular story, but just in general, it would because yeah. mm-hmm. you uh, you don't. Even the giving of a ring can make an important statement that um, will could itself be a chess piece in the politics of the court yes if mm-hmm. you you are um, if you give an iron ring to someone who's not that low down, then you could be sh- saying that you view yourself as you said viewing yourself mm-hmm. matters you view yourself as someone very um of great influence, and you think very highly of yourself. Yes, um, so you and, could, and saying, giving a gold ring would say the opposite. Right. So it's it's very interesting. and it's interesting. Like Quoth's
0: interactions with the system because he has almost almost entirely iron rings until well, uh, that people sorry people give Quoth almost almost entirely iron rings mm-hmm. except this one of the well Stapes gives him the bone ring. But that's a whole other thing. Does he get? Yes. Someone gives him a silver ring. Is it Stapes or Breeden?
1: Um, I think it's Breeden. Yeah. And he might do it to raise Quoth's standing amongst everybody else. Yeah, that's. And that's a kindness. That's a definite kindness. That sounds right. There's another example of what how you could use the rings to. Beyond their immediate, yes, what they immediately
0: say, and I'll touch on kind of that real quick. So he gets a even bo- a ring of
1: bone from Stapes from the mayor's manservant, and basically after Stapes, after Kvoth, it, Stapes realizes that Kvoth has saved the mayor's life,
0: yes, uh, which basically means that Stapes owes Kvoth a favored or debt or it's basically a kind of the higher The bigger picture meaning is that it is a, it is a symbol of a relationship outside of the politics of the court.
1: Yes. Yes. Which is, which is pretty great. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's, um, another ring, but that's later. We'll, we'll just, dis- we'll discuss that when it happens. Yes. Yeah. Um, I think that, uh, we should, uh, talk about the uh the the quest that follows this and then we'll um, yes when kvothe, when kvothe joins the uh, dungeons and dragons party <laughs> <laughs> yes um this is when uh there are bandits that are stealing the um the mayor's uh from the mayor's tax collectors Yes, um, and it's becoming something that's very annoying for the mayor and he spent sends kvothe vows and Cloth makes a really cool observation um in regards to this. or oh, wait, should oh, we yeah. talk about Dena? Um, now we're, um, let's, let's just talk about what happens. Yeah,
0: we'll talk about what happens. We'll, at this point, this is going to be, the, this book will go two episodes. So we'll, we'll talk about an event that happens with Denna in this section. And at the end, in the next episode, we'll talk about her more in more depth. Things. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. Um, what has happened with denna um, back in the university is not nothing really different than what happened in the first book mm-hmm. i don't i think it was it kind of just reestablished their relationship yep. of mm-hmm. of it's not a it's it's more than a will they won't they no yeah uh, cuz it's, it's yeah because it's
0: interesting cuz it's not even yeah it's cuz they're both struggling with thing they're both struggling and talk about
1: things that have nothing to do with whether or not they're going to get together. Right, um, and and as a whole, again, that'll wait till next episode. Mm-hmm. But it uh, basically they, as fortuitous things in these stories go, um, Denna happens to be in Severin as well, mm-hmm. um, and uh, they meet up and then they they have some of the best time of their relationship there, um, until Denna. Um, is writes a song. Yes, yes. You wanna take over? Here? Sure. So basically
0: Dena is researching and writing a song about the Chandrian, which, as a brief recap, is the is like is exactly what got Quoth's parents killed. Yep. And so Quoth hears Dana singing this song, which she has been very reluctant to, to, like even get any details. Right, she's Hold been off. nervous because she's like, she's this great musician. She's scared. She's scared that he'll judge her, which he does, but for totally different yeah. reasons than she's expecting. And
1: because Kvoth is a shut up little door with a key with a locked keyhole, he's she never knows why he's doing it. No, and so conflict ensues. Yes.
0: So basically, they. Crowth basically tells her to stop singing the song, to quit doing any sort of research with it, and to run as far away from the Chandrian as she in that research as she can. She gets very not happy
1: with him mm-hmm. and And then it's it seems salvageable, but then comes the moment where um she tells him, Are you a child? You believe in child stories like the Chandrian? Mm-hmm. And then and then it's over. There is yes. no there is no coming back from that, at least not for a long time.
0: He doesn't tell her, he doesn't open up to her then, right? That's, no, no, no. He yeah, just I, gets madder and matter. Right, and so yes. But because that's how he, because that's how Quote works. Yep. <laughs> um. Yeah, so that's, that's that. Uh, yeah. Which is a, it's a pretty big, because that's like their first big, because throughout, up to this point, they've had, they've had some kind of like weird, Questionable interactions where, like, she'll disappear for a while, and he'll wonder why, and like, maybe she's mad at me. She's not, but it's really more just random stuff that's going on behind the scenes with her. This is the first time where they really
1: go have a pretty
0: big fight.
1: Yeah, yeah, and that is um, definitely a a milestone in their relationship, which we'll cover in more detail uh, later so the d D&D quest which we which yes. is the name for it now that, yeah that's the name <laughs> that's the name he goes with um four different people yeah. so so again uh, real quick as jo- real quick as John said earlier
0: this is uh, the pe- uh, people were still stealing the mayor's money basically right. and so the mayor sends quote out to- with this
1: band of people or the mayor's loot if you're a libertarian <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> Um, to find it.
0: Before we talk about the, um, the other people in the party, uh, what's really interesting is Kvothe has an internal monologue about why the mayor
1: does, sends him. Yes, yes, yes. That is what I was going for. Oh Thank you wait! For, oh wait! Wait! That wait! Are you going? I you, was about no, to say. Okay. That. So all right. So go ahead. Are, are you sure? Um, yes. Fine. No. Uh, go ahead. Okay. Um. Yes. Yeah, so, um, Kvothe is pretty sure that the mayor sends him. Way one, because he does think Kvothe is competent, and mm-hmm. he does trust him to do this. But the other reason is Kvothe just paid him a huge... Like, he owes Kvothe a huge debt. Mm-hmm. And he basically does not want someone like that hanging around the court. He He's also like... It's basically a win-win situation where if Kvothe succeeds, then I get my bandits. If, if he doesn't, I'm rid of him. In a very clean
0: way. Yes. So all. So basically, yeah. So, hey, if if, if this,
1: yeah, that's a good
0: summary. Of right. That. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, so that is again a, a show of the mayor's um, ruthlessness and cunning, and of both insight. Yes. Yeah. Uh, right characters yes. in the in the party. We can just alternate. Although I kind of want to do Tempe. Good. We'll start with uh, start with Tempe. No, will we'll right. start with Desden. Desden's like the Dedin, or is it is there
0: another one? No, I,
1: I don't I uh, Dedon. The the uh yeah. The God, so Oh, I, I get Deaden? okay. If, if you were... Um, that's fine. Um Dedon yeah, Dedon. Um Dedin is um kinda he's your typical like mercenary type guy, though mm-hmm. he's a bit of a uncouth goof yeah <laughs> um and he's just and he's he's the one who gets stuck with the expected like you're so young to kvothe he's like you're so young why do you why are you our leader um yes and kind that, of the questioning authority type of thing you, yeah. yeah yeah that's 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 uh, one of his purposes um and he's i He's, he seems more than one-dimensional to me because, like, from a distance, he would just be your typical goon, you know? Right. But he he's, has he, a sense of humor. Right, so in
0: other, story, in other stories, he might be the red shirt, or the, <laughs> like, or the, uh, I'm trying to think in... Well, Lord of the Rings would be the, the orcs of or the villains, or, like, but, like, I don't... The cannon fodder. The, can,
1: the cannon fodder of yeah. Helm's Deep. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, But... Yeah, he, he seemed um, very filled out to mm-hmm. me. Um, he's not especially bright, and there's not a lot to him, but mm-hmm. as far as the amount there was to him, I felt I saw all of it.
0: Yes, no, I yeah, I, I feel he's, insofar as the function that he serves in mm-hmm. the story, it, it doesn't feel like, oh, he was just thrown in there because
1: they needed another person to swing swords at the bandits. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And then, as much as we like to... And then, to get to another character in the party, as much as we like to joke about how this character and and Dedan are kind of the same, oh, yeah. they're not. Um, yes. They're, they're a pairing. The, so, other, the woman is Hespi. Yes. I think that's how you pronounce it. He, yeah.
0: Yeah, and she's... Yeah, she's interesting because she is kind of like a... Well, she's the only female in the party, and they... She, she and she it, she is kind of similar to Deadend in that she's kind of she's a female, pretty gruff mercenary. But mm-hmm. there she, she's much she's much more kind of no nonsense. Yeah, no nonsense. Like yeah. she's pretty like she, she's like pretty aware that Deadend likes her, right? Or is that or well, not? She likes
1: him, and they and or they that's right. Yeah. She, they like each other, and neither of them thinks that. Or one. no no Hesby probably <gasps> knows that dead likes her, but Jason's totally clueless. No yeah cuz I know that uh, either Cloth or Mark Ten who's the other
0: party member we'll get to makes a comment about something like that like her
1: being aware one of the, but them but didn't being oblivious but. i thought one of the, i thought someone was like god would you just yeah. get together already <laughs> look up please or, yeah i don't that's, know, I don't know what it was.
0: it's something like that but she but she's not just deaden's
1: love interest like it's yeah like it's yeah i mean she she uh is a valuable member of the party i mean they um Everyone has a role to play in scouting out the bandits. Yes. Um, Which I really
0: like how the, he kind of, how you, you're you're able, to, this is a good example of show, don't tell. I mean, there there is telling where, like, he'll kind of write, this is that character's function, but it's not like every other sentence and, like, dead end, the guy with the sword, or, like, Martin, the scout, went out to do scout thing. I mean, he, he does, but it's, it's a good example of show, don't tell.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you you, you only, the, the characters flesh out so well that you only need their names to not only be like, hey, I know what that is, but I know what his mannerisms are.
0: Yes, I
1: know what he's most likely to do. Mm-hmm. It's it's great. Yes. Um, and I'll get I'll get Martin, then you finish yes. with Tempe. Okay. Okay. Uh, Martin is the um is the uh, the tracker uh, is a tracker and an archer. Um, he's an older guy. So he's a ranger. <laughs> he, 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 he's, he's a ranger. He's,
0: he's, he's a human ranger. <laughs> this this guy's
1: the D&D guy. I've never played it in my life. Um, kind of, yeah. But... In, in, rel, in relative terms. Sure. Um, and uh, he's an older guy, and he seems to be, uh... I feel like he keeps Kvoth sane sometimes because he's the only one who seems to see like the what Kvoth does in terms of leadership and the yes. moves that he's making. There's a great scene in the what bar. Yeah, you tell that scene. I don't remember it as well.
0: Ba- basically, they're in a bar, kind of like taking a break or a rest, um, and like Dedon's getting pretty drunk. And I think I I forget if it's caused by someone making a comment about Hespi or not, but regardless. Dedan starts getting into an argument with this other guy at the bar, and they're all... They're, they're drunk. They're both drunk. And so Dedin, Or he's just being loud, yeah, and everyone like else that. is
1: just having none of it because
0: it's getting late or something. Yeah, and it's like a, kind of a... Very similar types of people. Like, they're all pretty gruff, mercenary types um, looking for that type of work in this bar. Or tavern, or whatever. And so... I forget exactly what he does, but Kvothe basically tones down the situation and the way that he does it like it's kind of hespy and dead and don't really quite see what he's doing but martin kind of like in him have kind of like a moment where like martin's basically like ah oh, i see you <laughs> like i i i see in kind of very much approve of what you're doing
1: as far mm-hmm. as keeping us out of trouble and like all of that. That might because I think Martin might have held some reservations about the choice to have Quoth as leader too, and that might have been the moment where he was like, "Okay, I think I get it. Yes, I he mm-hmm. this is a very impressive young man.
0: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so then that brings us to our final party member, who's my personal favorite one. One of my favorite characters. Tempe. So he is an Adem mercenary. Um, we're not talking about the Adem yet in this discussion. Uh, it is my favorite section in the whole story so far, I think. But basically, in this part of the book, Tempe, he comes across as being kind of like... the So the Adem are these legendary mercenaries. Like No one's a better fighter in the world than the Adem. Mm-hmm. Is kind of the type of thing, your story that's told about them. And so... Temphe doesn't really talk a whole lot, and so Kvothe kind of... He he's he doesn't really got... No. Oh, yeah, he, he doesn't really... Kroth thinks he's missing something about Temphe, or, like, like he's either, like, angry at Kvothe, or, like, just... He doesn't really quite know what... Dedan thinks he's stupid,
1: I think. Yeah,
0: I, I think he does, because I think he Which makes is projecting, but... Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, uh, but then... The most interesting part is Tempe and Quoth develop this relationship where, um, where Tempi, uh, basically Tempe starts to
1: show Quoth pieces and parts of a dem culture. Right. Uh, that includes, um, hand talk. Yes. Um, which actually ends up being the reason why his face is so blank because he, in their culture, they, um... To tell many of their emotions with, especially with people that they're not close to, mm-hmm. their emotions get communicated through with their hands.
0: Yes, which is super interesting. But we'll talk more about that right specifically mm-hmm. later. But yeah, that and then he sees him doing the katan, uh, katan right, which is like basically his a mar, his martial arts form, basically right. Um, and so he starts in, which at face value Kvothe's like oh he's just kind of moving his arms around that looks kind of easy and so then he starts teaching Kvothe and Kvothe is exhausted and dead after like a few sequences of it <laughs> yep 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 um, and so yeah they, they and so uh, Tembi starts teaching Kvothe that and the hands kind of talk uh, and Kvothe starts teaching him some uh, music yeah wait is it music? yes that it is music yes and then there's kind of an, another more back and forth with Tempe teaching him the Adem language and both teaching him a turn, a, a turin yeah, yeah. Um, so it's just I think it's a really cool kind of relationship uh, that you it's kind of a unique because of the how the char- how he's has develops the characters I haven't really seen a relationship like quite like that
1: before or if I, or done as well. Right. These, this entire group is just, and, it's, and we're talking about individual characters, but just the way that they are together too, it seems so genuine. They're, they're people that are not the same people and they each mm-hmm. have their own thoughts and whatnot. Um, and they're, you know, pushed together into this job right and they don't harbor any ill feelings towards each other there's no um there's no conflict that seems contrived between them it's all just very much like they're in this together and when they get irritated towards each other it's either because of um personal quirks like with Dedan and Tempe sort of. Right. And they, they get into, yeah, they do get into a fight at one point.
0: Oh, yeah, because doesn't Tempe basically like end that real fast, I think? Oh, well, no, he, he no, just He
1: just controls it.
0: Yeah, because, yes, because Dedan is basically swinging at him with all these punches and Tempe is just, basically
1: just smacks, just keeps smacking him upside the head. Yeah,
0: like, yeah, literally he's slapping him. Like, he's literally bitch slapping him. Like, Which we <laughs>
1: later <laughs> learn as part of training. But. Yes, but, um, but yeah, it, it's it's all stuff where it just feels like this is what would happen when you have people kind of cooped up together for mm-hmm. too long, um, and you just have personalities rubbing the wrong way. It's, it's just such a great sequence that doesn't feel long because of the great characters that are in it. And it's funny because, it, again, this is in particular, well, the whole thing like I said before but when
0: I first read it this section felt long I was like they're just talking and walking around the woods but like this time through I was I really got into the characters and their interactions yes. and like like I said especially with the Tempe the relationship uh, and that type of stuff mm-hmm. uh, and they do eventually find the bandits
1: mm-hmm. we, we uh, say well we will say that um, yeah well well, we we can do that if that's but we can we we'll do that after we talk about the fight. Yes, it's a great fight. Um, they're they're kind of holed up in this trench. Yeah, the the, the bandit campus. Yeah. yeah, it 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 felt it's like we don't have to go into too much detail about it because that's not right saying much. But um, it all feels. I like how it's it's slowly getting darker. They're losing light, and you're like, oh, it's harder to see. That mm-hmm. feels very tense. And then it all, he starts, starts to use language that's a lot more about touch. Yes. He has, uh, everything's wet because mm-hmm. it's either raining or, uh, yeah, it's I, yeah, I, it, I, it I is raining. Yeah, it's raining. It's totally yeah. raining. Um, and everything, and it's muddy. And then um, uh, everything, things are about hot and cold as Kvoth mm. is using sympathy. Um, yes. He, it's actually very brutal the way he uses sympathy in oh, this. Yeah. Um,
0: like, and it's funny because there are certain there's He parts- does a dead
1: guy. There's, a, there's the he's, dead guy. Does start
0: using malfeasance with him? Right? Basically. Yeah.
1: Yeah. He's got a dead guy there who's the... I forget how he died, but it's one of, it's I think, one of I the bands. I think Martin kills him. But yeah, anyways, that's... An, yeah, there. that's... Rings bell. But... And then he just takes an arrow and starts stabbing. He makes a link between the dead... Body and the living bodies, yes. and starts stabbing the dead body over and over and starts like hamstringing guys, yes. and so all
0: these people putting like, out their eyes, yes. And so all these people in the camp just start either dropping dead or like stuff that folks is doing to the per sympathy, mm-hmm. what he's doing to the dead body, are happening to the people in the camp. So they're kind mm-hmm. of in a panic. And at this point, I think Dead and a come around and we're like kind of fighting them on the ground, right? Mm-hmm. Um. And then the real the punchline for both. Well, so to back up a little, the whole this whole time, Martin's basically he, he is sniping people with arrows, but he's he keeps staring at Foth like this guy's a mon-. Body. <laughs> yeah he's a mon- he's he's almost like a monster like and that only and this the kind of punchline to the fight, which is a a particularly big. Quoth as legend moment when he basically like the, um, seems to be like the moment yes like he hard to
1: pick, well
0: yeah this lot but Quoth base essentially calls down lightning from the sky strike to strike i think a big tree in the middle of the camp but basically explodes and like basically ends the fight because basically that anyone who's not dead at that point either becomes unconscious or dead <laughs> cuz he but so Quo creates a sympathetic link between uh, I forget exactly what he does but basically he link he basically links it's like the wood and the arrow or like a tree nearby to yes. the sky to like the sky and basically grounds lightning into the ground mm-hmm. basically uh, and but to everyone else it looks like he just kind of looked at the tree, or maybe he made a hand motion. I, I don't. I forget if he does or not. But it looks like Carvel looked at the tree, and all of a sudden, lightning strikes down. That's right. Um. Yeah. So that basically, yeah, really interesting to see what ends into that. Into that. Um, do we want to talk about
1: that, um, or do we want to save that? Uh, well, uh, we'll we'll save it. Okay. Yeah.
0: Sure. It, it, yeah, it's, it's something we'll bring up. It's something that's revealed later that we'll mm-hmm. talk about later.
1: We got a, we have got the, uh, as as they're um doing that um, and they're uh, fighting all these guys. There is the leader of the bandits who is um. Who both can't seem to bring down.
0: Yes, and when I think, and in fact, I think Martin shoots him a few times, and, and like he does so doesn't go down, and then incredible. he finally,
1: he finally does go down when the tree falls on him after. Right. after <laughs> yes, <laughs> after the lightning strike. Um, yeah, um, that was a. That's like right. No, it's it's a little past halfway in the book. That's where we'll stop. There's is mm-hmm. is actually quite a pit that happens after that. So quite a lot to go yeah, the next episodes.
0: Yeah. So um, yeah, next episode we've got. Section wise, just to kind of bring it down break it up a little bit, we'll talk about the f- without going into detail now, the Falurian, the um the Cathay, which is again part of the section on I mean, the Fae. Mm-hmm. Um The Adam. The, the Adam, uh, Yes <laughs> Both, um we'll say rampage against Fake Ademaroo. Mm-hmm. Uh And then some wrap-up stuff in Severin and the University. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then... And then recap. Yeah, then we kind of want to recap the book and then talk about the Kingkiller Chronicle as a whole so far. Okay. Look forward to that. Yeah, for next episode. Mm -hmm. So, all right. Uh, So this is in the Acollege of Merlin. I'm Johnny Andreski. And Jonathan Halper. And thanks for listening. All right. Mm -hmm.